0: Welcome back to another week of Candid with Hanin and Zahra, and this week is another Candid short, which is our mini Uh Our first one was in episode two, I hope you guys had a chance to hear that. Uh, this week, we are recording at the Mandarin Oriental
1: Emirates Palace, Abu Dhabi. And we're taking a much-deserved uh, weekend off, Zahra and I, um, to recharge and you know, take a break from everything. And that's actually, interestingly enough, the topic of conversation for this week's Minnesota because we spent a lot of time talking about hustle culture and taking time off and how we feel so guilty when we take time off and how it's kind of ingrained in our head that you have to be working all the time you have to be busy every single minute of the day and it's kind of like a competition of who's busier and like every time you meet someone it's like oh i'm so busy oh my god you can't believe how busy i am and yeah. like you feel kind of bad saying actually you know i'm just like doing nothing for the rest of the day
0: yeah i think there's that um badge of like look how cool I am because I'm so busy every time I go to an event or I meet someone and we're like hi how are you I'm like yeah so busy and I hate saying that yeah I mean okay you could be busy but it's nice not to glamorize that busy life
1: yeah. and that hustle life but the guilt do you get the guilt because I get the guilt a lot I used to and I'm I've, I've been trying for the last I would say year to kind of make a conscious effort not to feel guilty anymore about taking time off and I think I don't know if there's anyone out there listening who maybe is um, self-employed or owns their own business but it's important to know that like when you're not employed nine to five or you're not you know employed under someone else's business you have set hours for your day but when you own your own business or you're a freelancer or self-employed it's a little bit hard to segregate and then kind of say these are my working hours mm. because you kind of tend to get swallowed up by by everything that you have to do and it becomes a whole 24 hours working day so like yeah. you're you're working until very late and then you wake up and the first thing you do is you start working again yeah so i've kind of made an effort over the last year to make sure that there are some days where i do work less and definitely some days where i don't work at all mm. because otherwise you just get roped up into this whole like I work too much I work all the time and it's really not healthy and it's really not glamorous and you do need time off and I'm trying not to feel guilty because like what is like who am I like why am I so proud of being busy all the time like why is this something that now at this day and age why are we so proud of being busy all the time like why is this a thing that's like a point of pride You know, like, oh, I'm so busy, I barely have time to do anything. Like, why is this a pride point? Why are we not prioritizing self-care, time with family, time with yourself, time to do things that you're passionate about? You know what I mean? Like, why is that not a priority? Mm,
0: I think it's all about, I think it's about (coughs) not being lazy, because lazy is frowned, like, looked down on. And because I feel like where technology has gotten and like with social media, you just have to always seem like you're doing something. And I think that's why it's glamorized. Um, my issue is, uh, you know me, Yeah. I always, I'm always like, Oh, I need to be doing something. If I'm not doing something, what am I doing? But I, for me, it's mainly the guilt of trying to take that time off. Like now that you've been more proactive in, choosing like your mental health
1: and your, you don't, how you feel and not really working all the time. Do you not get that guilt though? No, not anymore. Because I've seen that when I don't take time off and when I don't prioritize spending time, not only with my family, but also with my own self, just me, my mental health takes a decline and my performance at work takes a decline. So Mm -hmm. I don't do as well and I don't perform as efficiently. So it is just as crucial for me to just take time and do nothing if it's just and by nothing you know whether your idea of nothing is literally nothing Mm -hmm. just you know being home and watching tv or reading a book or going to the beach or whatever your idea of nothing might be but something that doesn't involve your day-to-day job or it doesn't involve you know your work or your responsibilities, something that's your idea of switching off, whatever that might be. But I think it's as important because if you don't rest, you don't work well, and you you don't you're not as happy, you're not as productive, you're not as this work life balance is very important, and I think we're not prioritizing it that enough, and we're glamorizing the idea that you have to be constantly busy all the time. And it's I feel like at this day and age where We're preaching self-care so much, but where is the self-care mentally? Where's the self-care emotionally? Where's the self-care in taking time off?
0: Yeah, but is there such a thing as work-life balance? I feel like people throw that around, but really, is your work-life balance balance? It's a bit different maybe for us because we also, we don't have kids and we're not like, you know. But I just feel like it's very difficult to have a work-life balance when you're juggling everything. You Maybe know, balance so doesn't do. have
1: to be 50-50, but it cannot be 90-10 either. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't think the balance should be so black and white. It shouldn't be like, oh, it has to be 50-50, but at least it shouldn't be like all or nothing.
0: Yeah, I know. But again, I feel like everyone is in a different situation because I've like spoken to a few people about this. And some of them have nine to five jobs where it goes beyond Five and they're, they have to come home like my husband himself. You know, he he's not an entrepreneur. He works for a really big um, firm, and he works overtime on weekends. And he's like, I wish I could take time off, but the work needs to be done because it's also client based. So there's that. And then there are people that have their nine to five, but also are starting something on the side or like want to you know want to start a journey of being an entrepreneur or solopreneur or whatever. And then they also have kids and then they also have, you know, themselves and stuff. And I feel like it's really difficult, especially if you're starting something. When I was starting my thing, I just felt like the time that I wasn't working, I was wasting, doing nothing. And there's this thing in my head that even when I'm like, no, you know, hard. you need to take time for your mental health. And you know how much I, I take try to take that as seriously as I can. But there's this voice in the back of my head saying, you should be doing this. You have A, B, C, D to do. Why are you sitting here and taking time off in you know bunny ears um, when you have all of this to do? And I feel like that time that I am taking off to recharge mentally, I'm not because I'm con- constantly thinking about the things I have to do. So since you you said that you're you're really good at doing that, what or is there any advice you can give someone like me? Because like I can't deal with my mind running at 100 miles per hour when I'm actually supposed to be taking time off and like really not
1: thinking about work. Yeah, actually, one of the things I do is a piece of advice I took from you. Me? Yeah, I do. (laughs) When I know that I have to set time apart to do nothing, I do a brain dump and that's something you taught me. Oh, yeah,
0: I do. I should take my own advice. I I know.
1: (laughs) So I just do a huge brain dump and I write down every little thing that I have to do, whether it's something silly like, I don't know, you know, buy coffee for the house or something huge. I just write a whole list of everything and dump everything that's in my head. Um, And there are apps that you can do that. I found that apps are really helpful because some of the apps are AI powered. So you can kind of, uh, sorry, so you can kind of um, type everything out and give it medium, high, low priority or give it a deadline that's today, tomorrow or a month from now. And it kind of shuffles your your calendar in a way oh, that wow. um, mixes your personal calendar with your work calendar and then any invites you get from your email. Um, it automatically syncs with that as well. Why haven't you told me this before? You need to send it to me. I'm going to send it to yeah. you. So when I have to take time off i just kind of brain dump everything i tend to do that before i sleep
0: Mm.
1: not before i sleep like sometime in the evening um i do that early in the evening like after i get off work um i brain dump everything on the app and then i know um what my next day looks like um and i know what my high priority asap or medium or low is Mm. and then i can kind of switch off for the rest of the evening because i know that like whatever needs to be done this is how it is for the next day. Mm. Um, And everything is out of my head. So nothing is like going in a loop in my head where it's like, oh my God, I need to do this. And then I need to do this. And no, I don't Mm. because I wrote it all and I gave it priority and I test it and I gave it a time and a deadline. um, And I synced it to my calendar and everything's done. Everything's ready for me to, you know, action it tomorrow. Mm. So I can take the rest of the evening off now, like it's done. So I found that brain, dump, brain dumps really work. And this is something that you taught me. Yeah. So you need to start doing <laughs> <Yeah>. that.
0: <laughs> I mean, I do brain dumps, but I think I do brain dumps mainly the beginning of the month of what is pending throughout the month. I think I should be doing that. Like when you were saying, like, if I feel like I'm a bit overwhelmed, I don't know why I don't take my own advice. But it's, I think it's also quite difficult because with you, you have your salon, right? So there is a time where there's like working hours But when, what if, what if your work is online Like with me and my clients You know we're, we're always My work involves being online How do you Switch off from that Also mindless
1: scrolling Oh my god I do that all the time Yeah but you can also If you can't If you can't force yourself to stop mm. There are tools that help you to stop You can put Commands on your iPhone <laughs> That make you stop scrolling. They will automatically lock you out of Instagram or TikTok or whatever by this hour. So if you don't have that willpower, you can kind of force yourself to stop that habit. What I tend to do is that I know that my husband's going to be around at X o'clock in the evening. So I'm not going to be scrolling TikTok while he's sitting there wanting to catch up about his day. So I'm forced to put away my phone we tend to cook dinner together, catch up and talk about our day. So, you, you know, automatically that's phoneless time. Yeah. Um, he goes to bed a little bit earlier than I do because he's an extremely early morning person. Um, I unfortunately have not joined the 5am <laughs> club. I don't know how you morning people do it. But since he goes to bed a little bit earlier than me, that's my me time then. And that's where I do my brain dump. Um, I get to catch up in a little bit of reading. I have my Kindle. So that's again, phone free time. Um, so there are ways to make sure that you don't get sucked into the whole grab your phone and just scroll again and mm. again again. You have to find activities that don't involve your phone. Yeah. Because the minute you're on these apps, you're just scrolling for hours.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. It's I don't know. I feel like it's easier said than done for some people. Um, the thing is I've told this story to you before I was never like this I was so chill back in the day Mm -hmm. and then I met someone a friend of mine back then who was a hustler and was always about like oh you need to be getting this and doing this and like kept pushing that type of mentality into me and I think I was friends with this person at a time where I was still I was quite vulnerable you know still trying to find myself i guess and i i think i really took in what they told me and it's been stuck with me now like i think it's also the way that it was told to me was in a very um how do i say this in a nice way but it was in a very like Oh, ew, you're not doing that. you should be, you know what I mean in a very guilty way mm-hmm. of making me feel like you just woke up and you're having a cup of coffee and you're not checking your emails. Oh, you're not emailing this person like 10 times a day to get what you want like you know Pushy. that type of pushiness. Yeah. And I think that's really stuck to me and it's like rewired my brain into thinking if I'm not hustling, I'm not getting anywhere. And especially when you work for yourself, which I'm sure you know, you, the only thing the only person that will suffer from your business failing is you right so that I think I still I need to learn how to rewire myself in that
1: way yeah and I think we've talked about this multiple times that you know like this you need to reset your way of thinking because mm. but it's not easy no it's not of course not you know not. it takes a lot of like
0: work and a lot of self-discipline to really reset your the ways you've grown up or you've been working, even even like when um, lockdown happened, I had another friend who is so successful. She works really, really hard, um, but she does take some time off. I mean, she's, she. I think she has a really good work balance, but when COVID hit and her work went quiet, she's like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I, I cannot wake up and have nothing to do. Um, And I feel like covid taught us that we should slow down yeah but past past but post covid i think it's gotten worse i think it's about like oh my god we wasted two years in covid now we have to make up for it
1: i think i think there's two types of people post covid i think there are some people who embraced the slower pace of covid and decided to stay that way Mm. and i think there are people who thought okay I wasted 2 years of my life in covid and I have to make that up and now they're even worse than before or not worse like even more intense than before. I prefer to be the type of person that learned from covid mm. and maintained the slower pace. Yeah. I just think that like covid hit all of us so hard because we were so burnt out before covid and we were so Yeah, we it were was not at, at an unsustainable pace. pace. Um, And COVID kind of put everyone at a complete standstill. Yeah. It's such a sudden, like it was so sudden that everyone went from 100 to zero within a couple of weeks. It was so unexpected. And it just, I think, taught everyone to kind of take a moment and stop. But did it? That's the thing. It didn't. Yes, you said some people
0: are a little bit more aware of how hard they work. But I feel like people are
1: making up for... Not, Lost time. Not everyone, no. I, I see a lot of people have slowed down. A lot of companies have implemented a 50 50 uh, hybrid kind of model where you work um, 50% of the time from home and 50% of the time from the office. Yeah, but that's to kind different. of promote a more balanced.
0: Yeah, but I feel like the work is still, they're working from home, yes, but I feel like they're working till like 10 p.m. now. Which, by the way, I still feel like people that companies that, this is my personal opinion, companies that are forcing people to go back to the office don't make, it doesn't make sense to me full time to go back when things are working and giving the choice of like, if you want to work from home, that's great. You can work from home or you can come on, come to the office, but like maybe like two, twice a week we meet in the office for meetings and stuff. Yeah. But anyway, that's all at the topic. But um. yeah, yeah I, I think
1: I, two non-corporate people should I not <laughs> be discussing
0: corporate <laughs> policies. I mean, I'm thinking, I'm just going with what my husband tells me because that's how his work is. Yeah,
1: um, yeah. They have a hybrid model as well, but I think they are my for my husband's company. I think they're required. I think once or twice a week to yeah. show up to the office.
0: Yeah. Um. But I don't know. But what if, what if the work you do? Because, yeah, you could say, you know, what I'm going to take today off and stuff. But if your job is the kind where it depends on other people and clients and stuff, what do you do with that? Like you? What okay. If the, like,
1: give me an example.
0: For example, um. I don't know, let's say you work with a client and they're the type that are hustlers and you kind of have to be working with them. You can't just be like, oh, sorry, I'm not going to respond to my email today because I'm taking time off.
1: Like, how do you handle that? But what kind of client is emailing you every day, all day? Oh, you don't have those type of clients. You're so lucky. Yeah, I
0: had one. Thankfully, I don't have them anymore. Um, That was literally every day, 12 p.m. messages. About things and it's like we're not saving lives like it can you can relax but that's how they are and at the end of the day if your work is client based like my agency is there's only so much yeah, like but yeah I've, there's boundaries. You set boundaries. Yeah exactly
1: I was just gonna say but I've worked with agencies before I've worked with the branding agency I've worked with a PR agency and there is there is. A timeline in which they respond i do not expect them to respond to everything within 30 minutes like yeah it doesn't matter how many emails i send but well, uh, just a disclaimer i don't send uh, an insane amount to me on my emails i yeah. just send maybe once if it's very urgent another email within the same work day mm. um but that's about it but i can't imagine that anyone would be sending yeah unless you're it's so, like
0: you're so lucky yeah,
1: yeah no unless it's like an
0: I will give you a life or death situation. If, if anyone's listening and um, they have those type of clients, the crazy ones that message you all through the night and email you a million times a day, please let us know because Henny needs to see these people because they exist. And I've had I've had personal experience. No, with
1: look, it. everybody. I think every industry has its own kind of. I mean, yeah, we don't have. We don't have, you know, twelve AM emails. But we have another other variety yeah. of, of, of interesting clients in a in a salon. But what I'm saying is I think you can have you can set boundaries with your clients and you can get them used to the pace you're working in.
0: Yeah. I think it's it's the initial start, like the initial meeting or whatever with a client is to show them like okay if they send you a message at 12 p 12 a.m. do not respond no no
1: don't of yeah. course not you have your work look for everyone who runs their own business or are self-employed or freelancers or you know you need to set the boundaries you if you worked for someone else or you worked in a company, you would not be responding to your boss, I hope not, at 12 a.m. because that is just not right. Are we are we in a position of
0: privilege like privilege talking about this because I feel like I've heard horror stories from other people as yeah, well. But it's
1: also not right. I mean, look, I'm sometimes guilty of it, but sometimes I Look, I'm sure if if my girls are listening to this, then then They might say, oh, but you sometimes send us messages at 10 or 11 p.m. But you're not
0: expecting a response. But
1: I'm not, exactly. I'm sending a message that, hi, guys, you know, tomorrow when you open in the morning, please make sure that ABC is done because it's quite urgent. Or if we have, uh, you know the water is cut or there's a problem with electricity or whatever. And these are problems that we have to solve ASAP because, you know, we are a service business, a physical brick and mortar service business. So these are problems that affect our clients. So these are things that cannot wait about 24 hours. You know, they have to be solved ASAP. So yes, I, I am guilty of sending sometimes late messages, but only in case of an emergency. If it's not an emergency, then I indicate... That guys, please, tomorrow morning, whenever you see this, I need a response for ABC. But if you have clients, like in your case, Mm. and they're sending you an email at 12 a.m. or 1 a.m. saying, Hi, can you please send me the picture for tomorrow's post? it's not like it's not urgent no none of it is ever urgent yeah then you shouldn't be rep- i personally don't think you should be replying cuz you should have business hours that again that's what i'm saying you should have working hours everybody should have working hours mm. whether they're 4 hours 6 hours 8 hours 12 hours 20 hours whatever you think is the number of hours you should be working those are your hours end of conversation those are the hours that you work end of conversation you don't work more than that unless you want to
0: yeah again i think with certain people in certain industries that's a privilege um but i think that's a again that's a whole other thing that we can talk about but i guess it's about setting your boundaries you know there was this um there's this meme (laughs) where it's a picture of cruella Deville from the 101 dalmatians with the cartoon and she's like driving like a crazy she has a crazy thing and it says on the top of it it says me trying to juggle work life love like you know Mm. going to the gym hanging out with my pets or whatever yeah and i feel like that's how it is um but the fact that you've learned how to manage that especially since you're running uh, a salon that's open it's not like just a nine to five right no it's, no, it's 10 not 10 to 9 yeah so having to run that that's great i should i should learn how to do that i still for me i'm i do try to take time off i do like we are here but it's the guilt that gets me and that's something that i'm trying to work on but look
1: i'm not going to give a very perfect picture of 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 my life obviously when you're thriving at one aspect of your life other aspects are not going to be as
0: Yeah, didn't they, there's somewhere, I read somewhere that said there, you can only exceed, maybe I'm using the wrong words, three things in life. You can focus on three things or, yeah, three things out of like five, it's always three. So family, work, yourself, or work, yourself, and like your side hustle, or you know what I mean? Yeah, so that's,
1: I don't know, I I guess it's around... um, Similar to what you're saying, but um, I was going to say that I noticed that, you know, if my business is doing really well, which means I'm putting a lot of time in it, then I don't have as much time, for example, as um, socializing with my friends. So I don't Mm. see you as often. That's Um, true. Or if right now what I'm prioritizing is my business, my family and my husband. These Mm. are my three things and myself. So... I guess my family and my husband count as one, Yeah, um, myself and my business. But some things are not, like I don't have time to go to the gym anymore. So I haven't gone to the gym in a couple of weeks because we're opening the second branch. I just don't have time. Yes, I am prioritizing some time for myself. So, you know, I'm on this weekend with you. I do try to read a couple of hours before I go to bed. Um, I try to see my family because my dad's in town. I try to spend some time with my husband, but for example, I don't have time much to go out with my friends. Yeah. I don't. I don't have time to pursue a lot of my hobbies that I like, um, even though I had a whole list. Remember, we discussed a yeah. month ago that we were going to try new things and try new hobbies.
0: Yeah, I have a on my notes app.
1: Yes. So we, we tried to brainstorm <laughs> hobbies, Zahra and I, a month ago, more than a month ago, two months yeah. ago. And I even actually got in touch with a couple of like centers for like certain hobbies that I wanted to start. Haven't had time to start mm-hmm. them. So some some things have to take a back seat. So I'm yeah. sure once my second branch is open, that will take a back seat and I can focus on seeing my friends a little bit more, focusing on hobbies a little bit more. So it's not that it permanently has to take the top position. I would I would think of it as shifting gears in the car. Like it just something goes up something goes down and it yeah. goes up again and then something, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's I not, think it's,
0: it's phases.
1: You can yeah, go it's through, phases, through phases, exactly. You just go through growth in your life. And yeah. at this phase right now, I feel like the most important thing is because we're in a, we're scaling up in the business. So that's what, yeah. you know, my energy has to go towards, but it cannot be hundred percent towards just work because yeah. that's not sustainable. So. My family is a big source of energy for me. And of course, you know, taking care of myself is a big source of energy for me. So, you know, I try, you know, yeah, to focus a little bit more on self-care. And then in a couple of months, my priorities will shift a little bit and then I'll have time for social life, travel, you know.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's a smart way of going about it is picking the things that you want to focus on, like let's say this month focus on it or whatever has more priority and then switch to something else so that you don't miss out on all the things that you want to do yeah. and, and like burn out on specific things yeah i think that's a good idea and i think we have to also understand that when we say taking time off doesn't mean you have to go on vacation or do like a staycation or like no, no, take no. a week off and do no it literally could be just step away from your laptop or from your desk for like an hour and do something you want to do whether that's reading a book or just going out in the sun or anything even if it means scrolling on tiktok if that makes you feel better just so you can kind of get a little bit of a refresh yeah you know i think that's what it is and and i might still have the guilt like i said but i am trying to so my thing was like okay i have to be sitting if i'm not at a studio or if i'm not shooting or if i'm not at meetings with my clients i'm sitting behind my laptop and i'm working and i was doing the thing where i'm like okay I have to sit here for the whole day and finish what I need to do. I have the website to do. I have this to do, this this content calendar, this, 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 blah, blah, blah. But I've come to realize that, no, you can do a few tasks yeah. and then take, take a step back. Yeah, exactly. What However long you can take a step back and then come back again. And I think that's also, that's really helped me. And then, of course, there are days where like my mental health is out of control and I'm lucky enough to say that I can take the day off and not work but again, working on that guilt is something that I'm I'm working on and trying not to get that hustle guilt of like.
1: You don't have to. If yeah. you are, look, again, if you are the kind of person who has that hustler personality, good for you. That's, oh, that's amazing. Good I try for to you. pretend
0: I do, but I don't.
1: <laughs> a lot of us aren't. A lot of us are a little bit more laid back when mm. it comes to that and we don't have that yeah I'm gonna get up I'm gonna hustle I'm gonna do this yeah we don't have those personalities no. and that's okay and I'm not gonna you know sit here and apologize for not being that personality type because it's it's not all of us I think like a very small minority of us are that type yeah and we and, shouldn't and all fall into that category where you know we're all hustlers and we're all trying to make mm. it work no it's fine if you're not it's yeah. totally okay you know like just embrace who you are and if you're laid back and if you're relaxed, that is incredible in this day and age. And yeah. you should actually feel very blessed that you haven't, you know, kind of felt swept away by the whole, as you say, the fast pace of everything and, yeah. and kind of let the pace of life take you over yeah so I would say just you know
0: I think it's also our generation yeah I think our generation's like that because of generation before us were even like oh I like our parents are always like we worked so hard you should be working hard too I think Gen Z is now going like oh no
1: Um, I'm I'm taking a day off, taking two days off. Yeah, my mental health is not doing so well, and so is by which is which is good. Yeah, good for them. You know, I know. Like our parents are like, yeah, I had to you know slay a hundred dragons to get to school in the morning, and you're like, oh come on, yeah, have to like (laughs) really go through this. Yeah, but I think I think one of the most important you know things to kind of stay on top of things is take. As much time as you need off, even if it's just five minutes of, you know, every couple of hours, take five minutes off, make yourself a cup of coffee or do a brain dump and break your big tasks into mini, 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 mini steps. I find that that helps. So you said, oh, I have to sit there, I have to do the website, I have to do it. Okay, but then take the big task like I have to do the website and break it down into micro tasks like book the domain, find the name find the template, um, pick your colors, like many, many steps. You know, once you do all these micro, micro steps, it becomes very easy to achieve the big tasks. I think when we put a huge task, we get so overwhelmed and so anxious, we end up not doing it.
0: Yeah, breaking down the tasks to smaller things. It's just like when you're working out and you have sets to do, they've broken them down in smaller sets. So that really helps. Yeah, I think that's a really great, great advice. So the advice is you should definitely take some time and Forget about hustle culture. If that's something you want to do, great. But keep in mind that your mental health and yourself, you you as a person is also very important. Um, Doing brain dumps really help if you have too much on your mind and you feel guilty not working. Mm -hmm. Two, breaking down your tasks into smaller tasks so um, it's not as overwhelming and you can take breaks in between. So it's not like
1: a huge, big task that's so scary. Like small, small, bite-sized
0: tasks. Yeah. And I think... The third would be just not to be so hard on yourself. I think we fall into that trap where we always feel so hard on ourselves with things that we do or things that we don't do. Mm. So I think remembering all of that when you're in a position or when you're in a, in a, when you're in a position where you feel like you're, you're overwhelmed and you're about to burn out, I think remembering these things really help.
1: And I think do one thing, one small thing that makes you happy a day one small thing whatever it is
0: yeah yours is at night mine's in the morning yeah. my early morning start is because of that because I like to take it
1: slow in the mornings and I yours think is like usually. I've learned to like reward myself with one thing a day even mm-hmm. if it's something tiny like whatever it's a bar of chocolate that I like or my favorite Frappuccino or um, listening to my favorite playlist on Spotify mm-hmm. or buying a shower gel I really like and then taking my evening shower with that or whatever it is mm-hmm. that makes you really really happy do one thing a day that makes you really happy. It really does make a difference. It's yeah. that one thing that you look forward to every day. It's like a kind of a reward system. Yeah,
0: I agree. That kind of that comes from the um, James Clear book, Habits, Atomic Habits. That's a great book to actually re- reread it because <laughs> it teaches you how to create habits and reward the reward system is such a big part. And yeah. I think that's a great thing to say. I'm glad you. You mentioned that. Okay. Okay.
1: I think that's it for this week. I think um I hope that's been helpful. And yeah. I hope that everybody after listening to this episode take some time off, mm-hmm. whether that's five minutes um during your working day or you know, the weekend. Go wild and take a couple of weeks off and disappear. Oh,
0: off wow, the, grid. Wish. <laughs> the dream.
1: Whatever it might be, you deserve it. You don't need to be in the rat race all the time, all day. Mm -hmm. Um, We all need some time off. And, you know, when you take some time off, that actually makes you more productive and more happy. So, you know, you deserve it.
0: On that note, I think we need to go back to our little staycation (laughs) and enjoy our little break.
1: Yes, we are.
0: And uh, if you like this episode, please make sure you follow us on uh, Instagram. It's Candid Podcast Official. Or Hanin Oda or Zahra Leila on Instagram as well, our individual ones. And apparently, we're supposed to say you should like and rate and review our podcast Uh, we're available on all podcast platforms so if you have some time maybe on that five minute break you're taking please show us some love We will greatly appreciate
1: it and our inbox is always open if you have any guests you'd like to suggest Mm -hmm. or any topics you'd like us to cover please feel free to drop us an email drop us direct messages on instagram or just feel free to talk we're always here
0: yeah and thank you so much for listening. This is Candid, Candid with, with Hani Hany and Zahra. Zahra.